2020, God exposed America with a bunch of viral particles, a plague. God flicked and we buckled. Our political leaders shut down their states in fear. Our pastors abdicated the church as non-essential, and we have been scattered by petty, tyrannical resolutions and edicts into our homes or hiding our shame with masks. Businesses have been shut down by arbitrary non-essential labels. Strip clubs, pot shops, and abortion facilities remained open, while churches were threatened, regulated, and fined. First Amendment rights were trampled on as we Christians were arrested by despotic, unprincipled local governments. Citizens were harassed by unelected health districts, and communities were threatened in their houses by cops. This sounds like a third world country, a bad dream, but it is not. It is the new America. This America is ruled by fear. This America is ruled by opportunistic politicians who don't give a damn about you. This America breeds a compliant citizenry that cares more about their strip clubs and DoorDash deliveries, that cares more about their safety and their comforts, than the truth that Jesus is King of Kings and that our freedoms are protected by the Constitution. This America is worse than King George III's America. It's time to take a stand, but to stand requires courage and courage requires repentance. What we need is reformation and revival in our churches, in our families, in our communities, in our businesses, and in our government. Every square inch needs the blood of Jesus. We need to cease this moment where all our sins, fears, and failures have been exposed by God through this plague and gather to sing psalms, to feast, and to get strengthened, to be encouraged, and equipped to lead America back to Jesus, who is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Governor after governor instituted some sort of shutdown, ignoring your constitutional rights. There was one governor, one state, that did not buckle and join the crowd of governors driven by fear. Governor Christine Nome has stood strong through this pandemic. And so we are bringing our first annual Fight, Laugh, Feast rally to Rapid City, South Dakota, April 29th through May 1st. Join us in the land of the free and the home of the brave as we learn to love God, sing songs, and defy tyrants. That's right. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Best Politics. <laughs> Midweek Fix. Pastor Toby Chalk Knox. I'm the Water Boy. It's good to be with you guys. Make sure you share the show. We're live right now. Uh, oh, I'll be monitoring the YouTube chat room. David always monitors the Facebook chat room on no, Wednesdays. No, I don't. We don't. I don't. I mean, we say we do. And I monitor, I monitor everybody all the cameras. in the studio. All the cameras. And the cameras. I just look at them all randomly. <laughs> And, hey, and Neil chases me. It's pretty much to that point. If you haven't bought a ticket at the conference, which you still can, yeah, you um, the you, best way you, you can if you register, can't make it, you can register at the door. Yeah, you can register at the door. But the best way, if you can't make it, is join the club. Uh, Ten dollars and up, bronze and up, and everybody who's a club member, bronze and up, gets access to the live. Uh, we're going uh, to be we're going to be live streaming the, talks. the conference. Yeah, and, and there'll be archives too. So, yep. so if, even if you can't catch them live, you yep. can catch them the next day, next yep. week. That's right. That's right. Can, so, then you'll know what everybody's talking about when they're like, "You remember when Indy said that?" Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> yep. "Uh, 
Well, no, I wasn't there. I, yeah. You know, I live in Australia. I live in Australia. Well, you need to be a club member. Yeah. Or, that's, that's or, that or maybe you're happen. a Canadian and they won't let you out. Uh, <laughs> to, to our conference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so there you go. We're really excited about the conference. Obviously, we're kicking the conference off with beer and psalms on Thursday night. We're ending it with comedian John Brandon yep. and Sabbath dinner on Saturday night. It's just going to be a good old time. Man, I love these times. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fun. We're actually going to be out there a little early for Warriors in the Garden with Nate mm. and those yeah. guys. We've got yeah. a whole group of guys going to like a ranch outside of Rapid City. To shoot guns. To shoot guns. So and don't forget, why guys, this is a hard life. And apparently, <laughs> Nate, Nate's gonna Nate's like getting all you know armor ranger guyish on us, and Uh-oh. he's gonna want us to wake up in the morning and work out. What? He, he, <laughs> who, who works? I'm gonna work out my feet into them shoes and go grab a gun. <laughs> as, as long as there's coffee involved, I might yeah. might roll with it. Hey, this show is brought to you by One Hat Technologies. Are you thinking about building a new mobile app? I mean, why wouldn't you? Does your business need a simpler digital workflow? Are there gaps in your software where it just doesn't do everything you want it to? We need all those things. Let One Hat (laughs) make your life easier with custom software built just for your needs. One Hat Technologies excels at creating beautiful, easy-to-use, and powerful business software. Their motto is software craftsmanship to the glory of God. Love that. They've been in business for 18 years and are striving to live out the lordship of Jesus Christ in the technology world. Yes, sir. So take the headache out of your day-to-day business processes with custom software or a website or mobile app. Visit onehat.com forward slash crosspolitik today. That's O-N-E-H-A-T dot com slash crosspolitik. Lastly, One Hat is starting a network of Christian developers. That's right. So if you're a developer, check it out on their website. Connect with them. That's good. That's good. So as you guys know... um, uh, Officer Chauvin was convicted of three accounts. <clears throat> three counts. He was convicted of second degree, um, third degree, and manslaughter. Second degree yeah. murder, third degree murder. And we'll go through each of these categories in a little bit um, uh, in, in the show. But I, the reason, I think, why we wanted to just dedicate the whole show today to Officer Chauvin and, and what happened and his conviction and everything is because as Christians, we really need to think biblically about these things. Yeah. You had beforehand how many people wanted his guilty verdict? Right, right. Well, a lot of well, people. I don't, well, I don't, we don't actually, wanted I don't his know guilty. We know verdict. how many. Well, actually, I don't remember hearing anybody saying the man was innocent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And, right. Until he's been proven that he's been guilty. I don't. How many people said we've that. seen the video? Yeah. Right. Uh, therefore, he's guilty. Right. Right. Like no, so. And, and he's and, and and actually after seeing the video, you have to say in some sense, looking at that without the trial completely. Okay, let's, that looks bad. That, that looks bad. I don't let's mind get, that. I don't mind that. all the facts. Not at all. And but, then, but could, make, my, my my point in all this is, can you be a impartial juror even even after seeing that video, and you go into the courtroom? Could you go into the courtroom saying, you know, I still I'm I'm ready to hear the evidence? Right. Yeah. I think I want to. I can. I can still in this moment with what I've seen. I can still say, well, he's not guilty, or he's guilty. I. I, I think well, that's part of the jury selection process, right? I mean, I, I mean, both both attorneys would have some say in which jur- right. jurors are serving. If I had to be on the, if you were on the jury and they said, "Hey, Pastor, yeah. look, you've seen the video, correct? I have. Okay, can you judge impartially that Chauvin is either innocent or or guilty without? Is the video influencing your thoughts? I don't know if I could say it has n- it would have no influence, but of course the video is going to be shown during the trial. Yeah. So in which case it's going to be part of the content. Right. But um, 
But yes, by the grace of God, I would hope that I would actually be uh, able to be open to hearing all the facts. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and I think, and I, and I think, knowing the different charges, what do they mean? Yeah. Um, and then trying to recognize what happened and trying to figure out what fits in. I don't. I, don't, I, I wouldn't know that ahead of time. I don't know yeah. Minnesota law. I don't know that AOC knows Minnesota law. I know she doesn't. I, I know. I know Maxine <laughs> Waters knows Minnesota law. Well, I don't, she I, don't know much either. Uh, you know, and uh, and that's part of the. You do not know yeah. until you've had all the facts presented, mm-hmm. and you have been ex- and and the Minnesota law has been clearly explained. Yeah. That's right. If I was going to be absolutely honest about that, and they asked me, it's like, look, I saw the video. This doesn't feel or look right to me by default. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is some prejudice there, but I'm willing to give him an absolute chance yeah. to prove his innocence in this. Well, Although no, nobody it, watches so, that and thinks, you know, nothing bad happened. Right? I something. Mean, something. I, I mean, an image bearer died. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and so, like, and you can. And he was and, and three the, of them, not just him. Three people were a part of this process. Yeah, and, and and so when you go into the process, you, you don't. It's not like you're pretending to be a computer. Right. It's just the question is: is do you recognize that justice means? presumption of innocence justice means right. due process right. justice right. means um two or three independent witnesses yeah. mm-hmm. establishing every fact yeah if you understand all that you can still say ah like, yeah. like that was horrible well, yeah and and um and it sure looked bad could, could you do it like if your son um if your son throws a, a, a ball and breaks a window yeah. you know he's guilty of something some damage has been some done. Some damage has been how, how done. How did it happen? But, yeah, what, what is yeah. the story that leads up to this? And, and, you know, this? and you might think, or you know, maybe you even have less information than that. You see, you know, you know, your son's out in the backyard playing a baseball, right. And all you see out of the corner of your eyes is a, a ball window. hits the window and shatters. Yeah. yeah. And so you think, ah, he hit the window. Right. But you got to go find you out the go, facts. You yeah. said this looks bad. Looks like I'm going to pay for a window, right? <laughs> or he is. <laughs> He's going to help me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and but you got to find out. You know what happened? Did mm-hmm. you hit the ball? Did you throw it to your friend and he hit the ball? Right. Um, you know, were you throwing it over the over the the roof and you didn't see what was on the other side? Right. Um, there's well, all and, kinds of information that you got to find. And, and that's like all these people who made prejudgments, like Maxine Waters, before there was a guilty verdict. Right. Yeah, there must be guilty. There yeah, must, must be, be guilty. He has to be guilty. And if he's, she, not, he's not, they're saying we need to escalate violence in the yes, streets, yes, is what she said. Yes. Well, you, you need to take it to them. It needs to be more confrontational. Well, she those went so pe- far to say first degree. Yeah, that's right. She, she said it has to be first degree. That's, that's what she degree. said in the video. And these, these kind of people that are leading us are in no condition to be leading us. Absolutely not. Like they don't, they don't care about justice. Right. They weren't sitting there in the courtroom no. weighing sides. They weren't waiting for a, a, a supposedly impartial juror and that's where I disagree to bring with guilty you, or not guilty. I disagree with you. I think that they represent us rightly. <laughs> I well, think, I think they, they represent us rightly. Yeah. No, because because what they're what is driving them is just visceral emotional reaction. That's right. That's right. Not yeah. judicious, thoughtful, yeah. careful right. process. And look at us. And so you're right. I mean and 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 the Christian church discipled this nation. Right. Well, right? We we yeah. gave we gave them worship songs for 50 years yeah. that was just in, all, entirely um, designed to give people orgasms. Emotions. Emo- right. Emotion, yeah. just That's feed exactly emotion, right. emotion, emotion. Yeah. Being Christian is just Jesus and an mm-hmm. emotional experience. Yep. And so when something happens, what happens? Everybody goes It's up all and about emotions. emotions. We've yeah. been discipling them to worship their emotions, not God, not yeah. the living God, not That's to right. use their minds. That actually walks out itself in life. So now when something happens and goes on, Every- you don't be thoughtful. You don't step no. back and say, okay, no. let's look at this no. objectively. And you just react and what you have is what this is is scapegoating 
Yeah. Now, regard, and this is really regardless of, of the, the. This is the, beside. I got a video for this. The exact for this? conviction. So I'm. I, we need to look at Minnesota law, and yeah. I want to listen to hear some of the more details. I wasn't following the case really closely. Yeah. Um, but regardless, the whole nation screamed, we must have Chauvin's blood. Yeah. Yeah. We must yeah. have a conviction. We must have guilty that's right. in the name of racial injustice. Well, that's, and it's not Chauvin's. And in the name of animosity and enmity and all the rest of it. Yeah. They want Chauvin to be a, to be a Jesus. Well, they're not trying just that case for that case either. No. Right? That's what you're it's saying. It's for all the it's cases. It's for all the cases. And which mean, But that's unjust. Exactly. That you, is not justice. You, you can't allow this one situation to represent all the, all others. the others. Only Jesus yeah. can represent all the others. That's what they're, that's what they're doing. That's like right. They want it to be a Jesus. And Nancy yeah. Pelosi is actually a good example of this. So again, thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice. Mm. What? For being there to call out to your mom, how how heartbreaking was that? Call out for your mom, I can't breathe. But because of you, and because of thousands, millions of people around the world who came out for justice, your name will always be synonymous with justice. <laughs> That's exactly what you're talking George, about, George. So so that what they're doing is they're actually conflating this. They've got they've got George Floyd dying for them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. George Floyd dying for them. Thank yeah. you for crying out yeah. to your mother that you can't breathe. Yeah. So do, do you see this? Yeah, I mean, G, the, a savior is inescapable. Yeah, a gospel is inescapable, and there's and she's saying thank you, George Floyd. Did you guys ask George Floyd into your heart? <laughs> if you didn't, guess what? We'll tear up your city. Yeah. But no, yeah. but but then but what they're doing is they're also conflating this because they've got to have a guilty verdict, right? At the same time of Chauvin, um, where this animosity can land. That's what I mean by scapegoat. Right, this, right. All the animosity for, <laughs> for the death of, of George Floyd's got to land on him. And, but the, and if you don't, there'll be judgment. And that's what, that's what, and, and so we that's what all Waters saw that. said. said yeah. there's going to be judgment. There's going to be and, and this explosion. Is, but the thing is, is this isn't justice. Right. And it's not going to satisfy and anybody. I want to, I want to step back for a second and just take an objective look. If, okay, let's just talk about government for a second. Okay, let's do it. Government cannot be authoritative if it doesn't have any real power. Okay. So in order for the government to operate, they really do have to have the sword to put someone to death. Right. Okay. Yep. And so they get to, and no one gets to push them around on that subject. They are the authoritative one when they say this person needs to die because they get that. That's authority. God has given that to them. And so authority flows to them to make those decisions. What I'm seeing now and what I've been watching is that a group of people or a sect have actually been taking the authority so that. If they don't get what they want, everybody knows there's going to be a problem. Yeah. Everybody, everybody oh, yeah. knows yeah. that had this verdict come differently, or they would have Black saw, Lives Matter would have rioted. Ever, there, it wasn't there just be, Nike, not, Nike stores would be looted. But there's, yeah. yeah, they're still been looted right now anyway. So it's, <laughs> Portland uh, still had a uh, they're still going through it. Night. So, yeah. so then I want to ask you, where is the real power actually at? Yeah. In the mob. It's in the mob. Right. The, the power is not in the authority of the government. The power right. is in the mob. Right. And if the mob doesn't get what they want, everybody is bending to them. Right. And so what we already have is a tilting. So this Remember we were talking this past Sunday with Tom 
and Jared. Yeah. And and what is what we talked about then, and I even said this offline. Listen, there is going to be a ref- reformation of how law is done in America. Yeah. Regardless if we like it or not, it's happening. It's happening, yeah. and yeah. I've watched it. I mean, just. Watching everybody was like, look at them. Everybody, they even said this on 38th of Chicago. Look at this. We got what we wanted, and look, ain't nobody rioting or mobbing or doing anything like that. It's like, wait a second. If we're concerned about real, true justice, then you shouldn't want to be rioting and right. tearing things up right. either because right. you're destroying somebody right. else's property. Right. And so, if you can't see that the power structures right now have completely flipped, right? But and, but and, what happens? Go ahead. Finish your thought. Well, my, my thought in, in that they're changing. If you don't have something to be able to fill that gap with, right. you're only offering what we've already had. Right. And, and part of the issue, though, is that, so you're right. God gives the sword to the magistrate. That's where the authority is supposed to be. That's right. where the power is supposed to be. So long as it's used to actually do justice. That's right. But what has happened is we have we are straying from biblical standards. Now, that's right. No, that's it, right. As it happens, but there's still I, ways to go about doing right. that biblically. And, and I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I and I think I said this on the Sunday show as well. But I mean, as it happens, I still prefer um, the old our old system for all of its warts and problems. Yeah. Um, needing then this new revolutionary revolution, system that's going yeah. out. Yeah. What, what I want is, and this goes back to back in the day, people have frequently confused the French Revolution and the War for Independence. Right. right. The War for Independence was not a revolution. Right. right. It was not revolutionary. It was not mob violence. Right. It didn't want to burn everything down. What the American colonists were insisting on is basically their old rights and charters. Right. Yeah. We want the old system put back right. We don't want the British Parliament running it over. Right. We, we don't want you to take away the rights that you always said we had. Right. The French yeah, revolutionaries right. wanted to burn it to the ground. That, and that's what we're seeing You're, right now. Okay. The calendar and everything. And, and so we can, yeah, and exactly. And so we can say, absolutely, does our policing need reform? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it needs re- reform according uh, to biblical law. It needs right. reform according to Western canon law. It right. needs uh, reform according to transcendent standards. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They come from the living God. And not this burn it all down stuff. And when you when you burn it all down, it's never good enough. You're never at the end of it. So here's what AOC has to say about justice. That this isn't justice. Oh, yeah. We agree on that. It's not justice. (laughs) And I'll explain to you why it's not justice. Please. It's not justice because justice is George Floyd going home tonight to be with his family. Hit pause. He should have been arrested. Hit pause. Justice. Hit pause. Um... If George Floyd gave a fake money at the house, counterfeit, uh, at the, uh, counterfeit money at, at the place, at the store, she's missing the story. Justice would have been him actually paying back whatever it was that he got from the fake money, right, and then giving it to the, the person who actually he robbed or, right. or mistreated, stole from, for the right. most part, yeah. and then him going about his business, and that would have been justice in that case. So him going home just like by default—that's not even the whole narrative. But even this, like, I don't even know what she means exactly. But it's like, Kate. In order for him to go home now, you would have to raise him from the dead. Right. Like, like, like she, she, but, she, but you know what she's meaning. Well, I don't know. I don't, actually don't know what she's meaning. Meaning that he would have never actually had to get okay. pulled over by the police. I, and I guess that I shit. was taking it to mean like or, we can't ever get justice. Or he got arrested and then they didn't kill him in the process. I guess I want to. I, I take it more knocks. I guess I want to press yeah. her on it. Well, be, it is like, AOC, so you could be right. <laughs> but like, like you know, like because I, I mean, I'm thinking she said in the. I mean, maybe that's all she means. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. I'm not. I know. (laughs) And you're probably... Adam Toledo getting tucked in by his mom tonight. Hit pause. 
can't can't get out of this. Thing. No, because no. you can't just let all this fly. Yeah. What they this is how they do it. What they do. Adam is they, Toledo was in Chicago. Chicago, the kid, the thirteen year old kid who <laughs> was, was shooting. Um, I don't know all the situation before, but watching the video, he of had him, a gun. He had a gun in his hand. Was running down the alley, uh, dropped the gun. The officer did not see in this time that he had not had the gun in his hand and shot him. Okay, okay. The but he dropped the gun. The I wanna, kid turned around. I want to shot. I want to say this is a, this is. A, this is a logical. They're conflating the whole thing together. There's, there's, they're just flattening it all out. Right. All of it's the same. Right. Everything. It's not the same. Justice doesn't look and say, "Oh, it's just flattened out." No, right, no, no. Right. We take each case by each case, and we try each case according to the situations that are right, there. Right. And so, what you're seeing, but believe it or not, is a form of federalism. She's already bringing in a yep, form yeah. of federalism right. to the whole idea, but it's a racialized federalism. It, it, yeah, because if but it, all of it's bad. Be, no, but <laughs> no, but it's a false federalism. Yeah, but, but recognize, and by federalism we mean covenantalism. Right, right, that's right. Okay, we, okay that's the, it's the same word, yep. a covenant in Latin, and it it means that um, you it's a, it's a legitimate way that people are united. Yes, by bonds. That's right. Um, An agreement. That's family right. bonds, church bonds, national bonds. Yep. Those are legitimate ways that people are bonded together by covenant, by oaths, by stipulations, by promises, um, by blessings and curses. Uh-huh. Um, and those covenants always have representatives. Yeah. And this goes back to the scapegoating thing. Yeah. But what she's trying to do there is she's trying to pull it all together. All together. She's creating a liberal sort of progressive covenantalism uh, yeah uh, goulash and oh, this is messed up and, and so, um, oh, go ahead <laughs> no, but it is but it's like but it don't it's you know it's taking all these situations and flattening them and smashing them together and then saying this george floyd incident can represent them all yeah, yeah. and and i want to say this too this is since she's going to bring this up and go there i would have never said this had she not said this but she talks about adam toledo his mom justice is his mom tucking, tucking him, in. him in bed but had she tucked him in bed there would be no 1.30 or one one three in the morning. Uh-oh. Shoot Uh-oh. Yeah, exactly. So Uh-oh. If, if you want to use that and standard about, of justice. Where was his dad? Where yeah. are the parents at yep. that are allowing their 13-year-old child to run the streets? With a gun. With, in this particular, at 2 in the morning. And, yep. and so, look, I can have the conversation about the officer's sure. ability to follow his training to make a mistake or not. We can have that sure. conversation. Yeah. But, and, and there are some just things to say. He made a mistake. Okay, we'll try the case for what it is. But there is a responsibility of a parent to their child, too. Is that right. not the right. case? And we want all these yeah, – absolutely. And and the thing to hear, what Knox is saying, is justice takes these particularities into account right. because you don't want this done to you. That's right. You don't want to be prejudged ahead of time. That's not justice. That's right. Justice yeah, looks right. at – justice is blind. We've said this many times. You see the old statues, the old paintings. Justice is blindfolded. She doesn't know how tall you are, how rich you are, yep. what color you are, whether yep. you're male or female. It doesn't know those things. Right. She just has a sword and she has scales. Yeah, that's right. And, and there's so much safety in that kind of protection, which just yep. says it doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what color you are. Yeah. Um, justice, if Officer Chauvin was black, would we be having the same conversation? I would. We, no, I'm saying nationally. We, would, would we, we sh- be having? We should be having yeah. a similar conversation. I think we, I think we but would. I don't, I don't think it could possibly be this. Would he get I, I tried think, for first? I think we would second, be, I third. Think, I, I, that's not the question. The question is: Is the person who's the victim black? Because officers who are black are still getting some of the same heat. Yeah. But, you know, because there's a black guy in this particular situation that was on top of floor. He's going to get tried too. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's really what we're looking at is an authority figure versus non authority figure and how they're operating. I think right. that's yeah. at the end of it because the whole goal is to actually destroy 
authority. Right. right? That's that's yep. what they're ultimately after. Yep. And this using black people again, this is what makes me so mad. They're using us as a Trojan horse to be able to get that's in right. and under. That's yep. why Nancy Pelosi yep. is saying thank you, George Floyd, right. because yep. we're getting used as a Trojan horse for them to pass their their bill right. to nationalize the police. Yep. 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 So, that's what they want. So here's here's the question that I want to to sort through is I want to know biblically what should have if if Chauvin's guilty, what verdict should he have gotten? Manslaughter. Oh wow, that was fast. So so he he got uh, second degree unintentional second degree murder. Yeah. Then he got third degree murder. Yeah. Which is also unintentional. Yeah. But the reason why he got labeled or smacked with second degree murder is because apparently he was committing a felony by by leaning on by being on George Floyd's net. Yeah. Right. So they called that a felony to give him second degree. Uh, unintentional, and then he got third degree unintentional, and then he got manslaughter. Right. right. Um, so so he, got, he he got the book thrown out of him. Right. Right. And, and those are all three like charges that were brought. Those are all, all three charges all that are brought. And guilty all three, and he got guilty, guilty all on all three. Yeah. yeah. And and so here's the deal: looking at that video and watching the case um, as much as I could, I couldn't watch it absolutely all the way through, but I watched. Yeah. Most of the key points and some. And so of the you're pretty comfortable ones. saying I think guilty on manslaughter, but not guilty on. I think the first it was, I think it was absolutely without a shadow of a doubt gross negligence. Yeah. On every, and I'm and here's the problem I'm having a massive and, and we've and so people know we've talked to a lot of cops about this we've talked to lawyers about this yes. um, we've I'm watched having, a lot of the trials so I've we talked to Gabe and Knox and they've talked to a lot of people oh, yeah. no no don't do telephone on this. <laughs> no, no. Um, here's the deal everybody's pushing at Chauvin but actually there were two other officers and actually a third one that was even uh, Officer Chin who was standing in front of the audience the crowd yeah. yeah. And so it was gross manslaughter on all of them. Mm. Yeah, you're watching it happen. <laughs> Everybody. So, so define for me why you think it was manslaughter for Chauvin. I, so here's here's okay, and not and not second or third degree. Well, because murder. inside of they didn't when they first charged Chauvin, they charged him with third degree and I believe manslaughter. They didn't feel like they can get second degree. Unless that they saw they could prove the fact that he was acting extra out. Um, uh, Outside he was of his, breaking law. He's breaking a law. Outside of the training in which the police department is set in. He's in other act, words, a felony. Can, if they, he's acting outside of that way, he's using excessive force, then it's a felony, and then they can right. pull him to a felony charge where he can get murder charges. And this is where they brought in the, was it the chief of police or the right. former, um, his former uh, supervisor that, of some sort? Yeah, chief of police. Who, and, who was willing to testify and say that the force that was being used was... Uh, um, Beyond excessive and excessive yep. based on training and, in the and police the, force. The, the problem I have with this is that you all of a sudden get a murder without intent. Yeah, so right. their categories, right. based off Minnesota you categories, get, you get murder without intent, which is not a biblical category. Well, there are there are instances where you uh, have pe- people like um, the um, – the guy with the fence around his roof, yeah. got or the ox, fall, or the ox that gores, the ox that yep. gores. That's, uh-huh. that's murder without intent. I, I, okay, I, so I, real I quick, would, let's I would, wait, wait. I would call that though negligence, and then gross negligence. Okay, so I would say that there you have negligence. You were just chopping wood. Axe head flies off and kills someone, okay. and then when it's examined, so that's that's, that's Deuteronomy that's, nineteen okay. manslaughter. But then there's also a point where. If you go back <laughs> and you examine someone is chopping wood and their axe head actually wasn't secured well and yeah. they know that and they weren't paying attention to it and they had problems with it before, yeah. gross negligence, okay, then – so in this case, for them not to actually give some sort of help in the process after detaining him right, to some me, negligence there's some negligence yeah. to that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Some th- negligence so I'm thinking there. of the, the ox goring passage. It seems interesting to all this. You have – so if an ox gores a man or a woman to death, the ox will be put to death. Yeah. It, um, 
and the, but the owner of the ox will not be liable. So on the first first time. It's the first happened, time an ox goes before. off. Yep. The ox is put to death, yep. and that's it. But if the ox has been accustomed to gore in the past, putting other people in danger, right. yep. and its owner has been warned but has not kept it in, and it kills a man or woman, the ox shall be stoned, and its owner shall also be put to death. Uh-huh. Right. And that, I mean, that kind of... Um, negligence right th- yeah. that kind of gross negligence knowing that your ox is killed before me- and you let him loose again right yeah means that you are liable for the death penalty potentially yeah. now, right. now it says this verse 30 this is exodus 21 verse 30 if a ransom is imposed on him or like a fine on the the owner of the ox then he shall give for the redemption of his life whatever is imposed on him. Yeah. So it, it, gives, so it doesn't it, have to have the death penalty. It, it gives the death penalty as a maximum, a maximum sentence. sentence. It exactly. could be put to death. Exactly. But then it says, but it's also possible to have a fine paid. And that fine could potentially be paid not only just in cash, but also in his own life. So we're told yeah. in other places in law that you could sell yourself into slavery, slavery. to pay yeah. off that debt. Yeah. Yeah. So you could you could do restitution. And, and so that would be gross negligence is what you're referring to. Right, that right, exactly. so I, right. But I think, yeah. though, so there is... The reason I'm saying that, and I have to be careful a little bit with this, but there's been complaints about Chauvin before in his arresting process. Okay, that's interesting. And so I would want to examine those thoroughly yeah. to see yeah. for evidence, for witnesses, force. and all this stuff. Right. Yeah. I, I would want to go through that and see, like, okay, is this a habit that tends to be yeah. his situation? Has he been a Gore Knox? Exactly. That's yeah. my point. Yeah. So, and this is like people are saying, well, his. Uh, the process of what Chauvin did did not, you know, completely kill him. You know, yeah. that, he, he died because of all the... Is, is the, stepping outside of the Chauvin case... Yeah, is, that's is, what I want to do is, for a second. Is the second degree charge, it's just a striking thing to me. My understanding of second degree murder has typically been um, sort of a heat of the moment killing. So you didn't premeditate it, you didn't plan it. That's first degree. Yeah. Um, second degree murder is typically... My, my, correct me if I'm wrong, lawyers. They will. <laughs> they will. <laughs> Send me your emails at waterboy. At <laughs> um, but the, uh, typically it's in the heat of the moment. You get mad and you, want to, and you pull out a gun and you shoot somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, didn't mean, you, you weren't planning it, but you did mean to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. But in Minnesota law, yeah. it has this clause specifically allow, um, allowing for the second degree if it's in the process of another uh, crime, yes. a felony being committed. Yep. The, on, yeah, it has two different clauses. So it has a subdivision one and subdivision okay, so two. Ma- so and maybe, you're speaking to subdivision two. Okay. So subdivision one then is the one with the felony. Yeah, they actually have it said if somebody is but going. But I'm, yeah. I'm wondering if, the, I mean, I don't know where that comes from, but I'm wondering if this ox goring principle is actually at work there, where you have a, you know this known negligence, sort of additional negligence. You're committing a crime. Uh-huh. You're already doing something that's um, criminal. Uh-huh. And, then a, and then you kill someone in the process. Yeah, is, you know, I don't think not, I don't. Th- well, okay, this I'm is not, gonna, I don't know about here, Chauvin, but here, here's what I'm having a problem with. First of all, they the way they load that, I think they're the, the what I've been able to see the, the end of um, subdivision two and then third degree seem to match very closely. The only thing difference is the felony act inside of subdivision two, which means to me that if you look at third degree, I think it's twenty years, twenty five years, and then like ten thousand or some twenty thousand dollars or something like that. Inside of uh, second degree, you have a 40-year max and then $40,000 or something of the sort. And so I think the intent of second degree is to be able to get more penalty – for the punishment of, yeah. of well, so if they can, that's well, why they're trying to load. I think yeah. it's a loaded, and I don't know if it well, should be because what they're trying to prove. So let's if, say that I mean, if you really have killed somebody, you really do need to be convicted of a murder. But there is a difference between planning it for weeks and months in right. advance. Yeah. So if somebody's robbing a store and and they're they're robbing a store at gunpoint, 
that automatically makes them a felon. That felony charge then moves from third degree if somebody gets killed to second degree, mm-hmm. right? And so, but the intent wasn't to actually kill anybody there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that wasn't his intent. I, I, want, I so, want to back up here because I, I think we need to be clear here. So, you know, they, they pull over George Floyd. Uh, they, um, George Floyd gets out of the car. They proceed to arrest George Floyd. And this goes over a span of minutes. Yeah, he resists arrest. And he resists arrest. Um, and then they finally handcuff him. And then, they, um, and then they start to put him in the car. And then he gets in the car and then was able to push himself out on the other side of the cop car okay. out on the ground. So we have some horrible policing. And, and the cops don't do a good job detaining him in the back of the car. He pushes his way out. He's a big man. He's 6'4". He's but got how some do beef you, to him. You can't open the back of the um, police vehicle. I don't know why they open up the other well, side. How did he get no, out of the they, other they side? Had, he climbed to, out the window? Because they had to open up the other side to help pull him in because he wasn't And so in. he pushed his way all the way from one from side one between side. three guys to the other yep, side. That's right. And so he pushes himself out. And then he ends up. They end up. He ends up on the ground. And Officer Chauvin. That's where his knee is on his back and on his neck. Yeah. Why um, do you say on his back first? Well, because the, there was a camera footage. There's I camera saw the angle. footage. There's I saw camera the footage. Angles. I saw the footage. Right. No, it was at the, it was at the end of the video where he does he does where remove. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So now we have so we have this difficult situation where this guy who's on drugs uh, at some level. Has to be restrained, pushes his way out of the car, ends up on the ground, and Officer Chauvin is restraining him with his knee on his neck. Mm-hmm. Um, the the distance between allowing to restrain George Floyd to George Floyd dying, that's where the debate is at. Mm-hmm. And so we're arguing that uh, Officer Chauvin was able to restrain him, did restrain him, and then at some point should have brought some some sort of care to George Floyd because it was obvious that he wasn't able to breathe and he was not, slowly not and not struggling and not struggling and he was not moving not moving and then and so that's what we're saying we're saying is Officer Chauvin should have brought some sort of relief to Chauvin uh, to to George Floyd excuse me and he didn't and that's why he gets some sort of manslaughter well are we saying we are saying this or the rest of the I'm saying we are saying this this I'm, is what we're arguing yeah my about position where why he's guilty is that, is that where you would get your manslaughter that's verdict? that's that's probably where yeah i don't i, mean, I, I like, mean restraining him is one thing but restraining him at some point became negligent absolutely yeah. and and, absolutely. and negligent manslaughter because it took his life right, right. i don't and, and or i don't was at least contributed to uh, taking absolutely. his life absolutely yeah. and this is why the yeah. fentanyl and all this other stuff is really yeah. i mean so so let's Let's say that that George Floyd actually made it to the back of the vehicle and he started having an attack from the drugs that he had a heart attack or something. Yeah. Did you leave the man in the back of the vehicle shaking and having a heart attack? Nope. What if he's faking it? Like King David. You don't have that luxury. No, no, no. You no, don't no, have that no, luxury. No, they're charged. They're trained to. Right. You, you, and here's, you, you and immediately call. You, you get medical okay. attention. And here's yeah. the deal. I know many. I know that area. I know that community. I know those people. I, that's that's home. Those police officers know it better than me. Yeah. They know someone when they're on drugs yeah. better than I do. Right. They know. They knew at the moment that they encountered him that he was probably on some drugs. Did Officer Chauvin testify? He did not. No. He's think he's wishing he probably would have now. Mm-hmm. You know. But so when they started handling him, they were they knew what they were dealing with. 
That wasn't a question. So when they You're had sure him, they knew he was on drugs. You look, yeah, yeah. you cannot. I would, I, I mean, I'm guessing. If you, I'm guessing if you work right. with druggies, yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah. You're right. If you work with guys who are on drugs, right, this, this, this guy's loaded. This <laughs> guy's loaded. You know, you yeah. know, he's yeah. acted some type of way. That's yeah. a, that's the first thing I, I knew just from watching the videotape. Okay. Like, okay, he's he's on some stuff. Yeah, right. right, right. He's already on some stuff. If you watch the whole video, the okay. way he's talking, he's on something, right? Okay. And so the, to not think about that and know that especially knowing where you're at and who you're dealing with and not to offer care at some point in there you're like man this guy's i wonder how much you don't since you don't know how coked up he is or you have to think about oh did we just and i talked to so many officers who are like look when we arrest somebody we flip them over yeah when they're on their stomach like that we flip them over onto their back because we know that's not a easy position to breathe yeah, in. Okay. So we, we I, know those I, things. I so negligence is, a, is easy. I sent me. you this link uh, to a story recently. I, I don't remember the details of it, but there's a lady, a drug dealing lady that just recently got convicted of a, of a second degree murder under the felony charge uh, for dealing drugs uh, to multiple uh, people who uh, died yeah. from overdoses. Um, and I, I didn't know about this charge at the time. Yeah. Um, I saw that and thought, man, that's horrible. Now, you know, I don't think drug dealing is good. I don't yeah, think yeah. using drugs is good. I don't think ODing is good. Right. I mean, I'm I'm yeah. not a fan of any of that. Right. But in terms of justice, yeah. Um, it should a drug dealer who sells drugs to somebody who then ODs on them who dies then be guilty of murder? Apparently, in Minnesota law, yeah, that's, you yeah, can't. Third degree, that's that, yeah. that felony clause yeah, the, again yeah, because actually, the felony yeah. is you're selling drugs. That's a felony charge. Yeah. And then somebody died while you yeah. were committing a felony. That's unjust. That's how they link it. And I'm saying that's not just. No, not at all. And, and here's the deal. Let's say that I agree in every way with the verdict. No matter what, we still don't get just, even if I agree with their verdict, because what's restitution look like now? Right. What does judgment actually look like now? And, and, and actually, none of, the, none of the laws in Minnesota to me are just as far as it relates to murder. Because even if you get first degree, you're just going to jail for life. You don't get the death penalty? You don't get, there's no death penalty there. Oh, yeah, they don't have justice so in then, Minnesota. So, so we have a problem. This yeah. is the same way that you were just talking about. So if you get second degree, you get 40 years as a max. And Chauvin won't get 40 years because he doesn't have a record. At the max, is like 12 and a half or something like that. Minimum? Minimum. Yeah. Um, That's just for second degree. But or, they or can, maximum, I think. They can add up third degree and manslaughter on yeah, top of yeah, that. Right. So, yeah, so, they can make so, consecutive. Right. Yeah, that's but, right. But my whole point is that that's not justice either. Right. Right? Don't, going to jail is not justice. No, because so now, Absolutely if, if not. you agree with everything that's happened, so George Floyd's family and his daughter are going to be paying for him to be in jail that whole time? Yeah, that's right. That's not, that's, no. that's not well, justice. And, th- and that's why, in a weird sort of way, when AOC says this is not justice, it's like, well, you're right. Well, well, now, we disagree completely on what justice is. Right. But she's right. It's not justice. It's not but justice. The problem is the people right now, who Christians who are looking at this, they are going to replace the system with the same thing. This is why the conversation yeah. on God's law and God's yeah. standard and theonomy need to be forefront right yeah. here. This is, this is why us reading Ox, the Oxgorg in Exodus 21, isn't it a gift to have God's word? That's yeah. right. Isn't it a gift to say this is light, this is justice? Right. Now, I'm, I'm happy to have a broader conversation with people who say, I think sometimes the Old Testament law has been applied badly. Yeah. Or you're not, taking, no. you're not taking into account um, Christ. You're not taking into account the new covenant. Okay, yeah. let's take it all into account. Yeah. But if you don't have a foundation, then you are no better than AOC. Well, That's and right. here's the deal. If, if That's exactly right. Because all you're going to be working off of is your feelings. Yep. And your feelings are never going to be enough. I'm going to say this as clear as I can. Give me something better than this. Yeah. Right. Give me something better than right. this. And, 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 all, and all these people saying, no, no, you know, we need to have natural law yeah. and, not, and not the Bible. Or <laughs> we use the Bible, but we kind of let natural law help us with the then Bible. You can't get exact justice either. You're, you're, you're playing with fire. 
it, you know, yeah, you may have a little bit more a tradition slowing things down, but it's the same thing. You know, last thing I want to say real quick, I know mm-hmm. we got to we got to be done. Is you know, hopefully you guys caught the the defense's attempt at appealing for a mistrial. Yeah, after um, yeah. Uh, Waters, yeah, um, Maxine Waters, Maxine Waters was you know. Repre- sitting representative. I want first degree first murder. Degree murder. <laughs> guilty, guilty, guilty. And, and if we don't get it, we need to okay. escalate things in the streets. So said. you know, the point is, is that like that's jury tampering. Yeah, is is the question? Like yeah. you know, back to the original question: yeah. How um, objective could these jury members be? How open could they be when there's threats of violence on the streets? Well, they're putting pig's blood on test and people who are testifying. Like that, that's they're, that's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, guys, you know who used to do that? The KKK. Yeah, no, it's, it's, <laughs> exactly. It's, you know who, that's who used to do that. This is, but but the, but he appealed um, for a mistrial. The judge says uh, no, but in the process of saying no, says, but you got a point. Yep, you got a point, and and, and maybe on appeal that will you know you might get you might get some points there. And, and the defense um, attorney for Chauvin says he's been on record since the since jump. That the jury needed to have been sequestered, yep. and they needed to have been completely isolated from, from media, news and media and, and all that stuff. Yep. And the judge, you know, sort of in passing, is like, "Well, I have been uh, discouraging them from watching the news, <laughs> telling them not to watch the news." And, and the defense attorney's like, "Got like it's apparently I don't know what television shows he was referring to, but in, yeah. in his appeal, he says um, there are actually television shows running right now with references to George. You can't, George you Floyd can't turn thing. on the TV yeah, without everywhere, yeah. and it's a little bit odd to me that the judge is sort of like, "Yeah, you got a point. I'm not going to grant it. Forget but, the show's yeah, commercials. But, but maybe on appeal, <laughs> maybe on appeal, you got something, which is really strange to me because that means that the the judge is on record uh, for basically saying this trial is kind of iffy. Right. Like this this jury may not be the best, you know, may not right. be pure." Which is kind of weird because you would think that the prosecution would be all over that, objecting right. like mad, objecting like mad yeah. because they would they they want this locked up. I mean, they yep. want this not to be Sealed. appealable. Yep. But the judges basically said, "Yeah, you probably got good grounds yep. for an appeal," which makes me think that there's a whole bunch of virtue signaling going on in this. Well, yeah. Yeah. The, the, it it may not be about what he ends up with. What they needed was a guilty verdict. They, this time around, just what, give us a guilty what verdict. What they wanted was a visceral release. Yep. Yeah. What they wanted was to say, we have to have guilt, we have to have guilt, we have to have guilty verdict, and then they got it. Well, and, the, and the attempt is, again, is sort of this emotional satisfaction. Uh-huh. It's it's not about justice. It's about this emotional satisfaction. Now, people who are a little more thoughtful, I don't know if I should say this about AOC, but <laughs> she, she, I think at some sort of level recognizes that this can't possibly satisfy. Yeah. No, no, no one's now, no one. Everybody's saying all, that though. All, but I, I think there are some people who are sort of like, and maybe a bunch of yeah. Christians in particular. We got oh, yeah. guilty. Racial, I mean, Ed Stetzer was like, you know, it, 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 Benjamin Watson. All these evangelicals came out and said, "Thank Russell God, Moore. This, this happened." Right. And, and Russell Moore. We can't get Russell Moore to talk about Canada. No. And I just, I just want to talk about I just justice in here. I think, I think there can be a reasonable argument made that he deserves manslaughter. Yeah. So I'm there. Yeah. If, and if I was in, if Reasonable. I was on the jury, I think, I, I think that's and, kind I, of and I haven't even heard all the yep. evidence. I'd be willing to hear the case for the other charges. Uh, I second degree, I haven't or heard yeah, them, yeah. But the right. problem is, is that is it, you've got all this mob going it, on. Exactly. You, who's thinking clearly about facts? The jury and, was chosen from Minneapolis. Yeah, they should have. They should have moved the trial. To if have, you want a fair jury, you should have probably moved it out of Minneapolis. Well, who who wasn't affected yeah. by the riots? I don't know the precedent on it, and it, but part of the reason why juries are usually chosen from local um, um, jurisdictions is because for both sides, though. Yep. I mean, does Chauvin have any kind of representation there? I was going to say, I wouldn't. I, you I, have to be I, careful about I, that. I don't know the precedent for moving um, mm. jury yeah. trials, but yep. but nevertheless, if you have God's word, yep. the thing is, is there's so much we don't know. That's There's right. so much we can't know. 
And God wants us to trust him yep. with what the information he gives us. Yep. And then what we're supposed to do is plug it in, yep. yeah. plug it into his word. But if you don't know this word and do our best with it, that's where you, that's the best yep. you have. And ultimately you have to trust God to do what's right. Yeah. Look, you can't have a murder trial without God's word. You can't have a no. just murder trial without no. God's principles. No. This isn't over. There's no. a lot more to yeah. think about. I, I'm still working through it. Yeah, um, absolutely. But I'm going to stand on this over anything else yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. If you have kids, go baptize them until Sunday. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. We needed another two hours on this, honestly. Yeah, easy. We really did. Easy. Uh, we, let's get a lawyer on for Sunday. Yeah.